Hey, this is Pastor Stephen, lead pastor of Jesus is Alive CMNB. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. We really hope that today's teaching encourages you, inspires you, and empowers you to follow Jesus like never before. Let's go check out today's message. Actually, I would like to give a shout out and welcome to those who are uh, being part of this ministry. Uh, kinukonsider na nila ang, ang Gia Kamanaba as their family. So okay lang ba i-welcome natin din ang ating extended family online. Sige, palapakan natin ang Panginoon. I would like to uh, welcome lahat ng, ng nanunood pa po all the way from Hong Kong to UAE, Saudi Arabia, Madagascar, Paris, Sydney, Australia, Taiwan, Qatar. Come on, welcome you naman. Shanghai, China, from Canada, from Austria, from Kuwait, from Israel, from Chile, from Muscat, oh, wala pa ako sa kalahati actually, from Japan, Tokyo, Osaka, Ohio, and Saitama, Japan, Milan, France, Switzerland, Italy, New Zealand, Sweden, Singapore, Germany, South Korea, Florida, USA, Maine, USA, Washington, D.C., Miami, Las Vegas, Downey, California, Fresco, California, Fremont, California, Malta in Europe, Macau, Hawaii, Cyprus, Thailand, Barcelona, Spain, Cadiz, Spain, London, Jordan, Iran, Brunei, Bahrain, Lebanon, Guam, Mongolia, Vietnam, Malaysia, British Columbia, Ireland, and Africa. We would like to welcome you all sa inyong pagsama ho sa amin. God bless you. Are you ready for the word, mga kapatid? Sino ang excited na for God's word, mga kapatid? Ngayon po ay pangalawang linggo ho natin ng ating brand new series. Nag-start tayo ng series last week. It's called Punuin ang Langit. Because I believe that the church exists for this one mission only. Amen? To reach out for the lost and by the grace of God, mapuno natin ang langit. Do you agree with that, mga kapatid? And last week, ang ating naging topic is that series title in itself, Punuin ang Langit. But ngayon, meron uling challenging and convicting word ang Panginoon sa bawat isa sa atin. So if you are ready, I am ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Amen. Let's open up our Bibles to Numbers chapter 13. Numbers 13, verse 26 hanggang 33. Numbers 13, 26 to 33. Kung kayo po may Bible sa inyong mga cellphone, pwede nyo pong ilabas. Kung may physical Bible kayo, mas maganda. Pero kung walang-wala po talaga, ay pwede po kayong tumingin sa screen. Ay, we have that provided for you. And sabi ng verse 26, So the Israelites came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran. There, the Israelites reported to them into the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land. Bigla kayo lang ang background story, mga kapatid. Ang mga Israelites, mga kapatid, ay inalipin ng mga Egyptian for 400 years. In case you don't know, ang Israel po ang favored country. Sila po ang itinuturing na nasyon ng ating Panginoon. Huwag na tayo magselos with that. Pero sila itinuturing na nation of God. Pero sa kabila ng pabor ng Panginoon sa kanila, sila pa rin ay inalipin ng mga Egyptians for almost 11 generations, 430 years. But by the grace and the power of our God, sila ay inilabas ng Panginoon mula sa pagkaalipin papunta sa paglaya. And I believe that is a word for somebody today. Na kahit ikaw man ay inalipin in bondage, feeling mo ay hindi ka malaya in many areas of your life, God can set you free. Kaya ka pong palayain ng Panginoon. Ito nga, 400 years na naging alipin, physically pinalaya ng Panginoon, tayo pa kaya. Ikaw at ako ay pwedeng palayain ng Panginoon. 
Pero nung sila two years in, dalawang taon ang nakakalipas, sila ay papunta na sa promised land. Ang sabi ng kanilang leader na si Moses, mag, mag, pumili kayo ng labing dalawang espiya na ipapadala natin doon sa promised land at i-check nga ninyo kung talagang maganda yung lugar na pagdadalahan ng Diyos sa atin. Kasi base sa kanilang narinig, base sa pangako ng Diyos, yung promised land daw ay merong maganda at matabang lupa. Yung promised land daw ay may maganda at maganda, uh, maganda at matabang agrikultura. Ang sabi ng Panginoon, yung lugar na ito na pagdadalan sa kanila ng Panginoon, may mga bahay na hindi na sila ang magtatayo, may mga balo na hindi na sila ang maguukay, at may mga vineyards na hindi na sila ang nagtanip. Kung baga darat na nila, finish na. Tapos na. Wala ka nang iintindihin. Sana all, no? Sana ganun din tayo. Ang sabi ng verse 27, ang report nila ito. Everybody, tingnan niyo po sa screen. Sabi dito, We went into the land which you sent us. And it does flow. You are correct. God is correct. It does flow with milk and honey. And here, referring to the cluster of grapes, here is the report. Meron silang daladalang isang bugso, uh, cluster ng grapes. Ang tawag doon? Bugkos. Isang bugkos ng grapes na dito sa atin, pagka bumili ka ng grapes, isang hawakan lang, kayang-kaya. Pero yung grapes na nakuha nila sa promised land, hindi kayang dali ng isang tao, kailangan pa nilang ilagay sa pole o sa, sa stick at bit-bitin ng dalawang taong parang taho. That is actually a pro- pro- prophecy about the Jesus Christ that will come kasi ang sabi ni Jesus, I am the vine, I am the grapevine. And, and Jesus the grapevine was crucified in the midst of two people. That is a picture of the crucifixion right there in the Old Testament. At sabi nila, oo nga, totoo, itong, itong promised land is a land filled, uh, flowing with milk and honey at ito ang proof. Ito ang katunayan. Ito ang prutas. Verse 28, But the people who live there are powerful. The cities, fortified and very large. In other words, maganda yung bunga, maganda yung lupa, magandang tirhan, pero ang problema, may mga squatter na nakatira. Ang sabi nila, meron nang naninirahan at ang mga taong ito ay powerful, ang kanilang mga syudad ay matibay ang mga depensa at napakalaki masyado ng, ng lugar na ito. We even saw the descendants of Anak, kumbaga anak ng anak, so apo. Right? <laughs> Praise God. Lalim na na. Ang sabi dito sa verse 28, yan, Amen. ang sabi sa verse 28, the people who live their cities are fortified. We even saw the descendants of Enoch there, verse 29. The Amalekites live in the Negev. The Hittites are there. The Jebusites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Stalactites, the Parasites, they were all there. And the Canaanites live near the sea and along the Jordan. Then Caleb, silenced the people before Moses and said, alam ko, ang cities nila 45. Alam ko, powerful ang nakatira dyan. Alam ko, ang city ay very large. But shh, we should go up and take possession of the land. For we can certainly do it. Hindi ko alam kung bakit tahimik yung katabi mo, maaring sukong-suko na siya sa buhay niya na parang may mga bagay na pinapagawa ang Diyos sa kanya na akala niya hindi niya kayang gawin. May mga pinapapossess ang Panginoon sa atin na hindi natin kayang ipossess. May mga inheritance ang Diyos na hirap na hirap tayong maranasan sa ating buhay. 
May mga plano ang Diyos na hirap tayong malakaran sa ating buhay. Pero katulad ng sinabi ni Caleb sa lahat ng mga kababayan niya, ang sabi ni Caleb, we can certainly do it. Wow. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, you can do it. Verse 31, But the man who gone up with him said, We cannot attack those people. Bakit? They are stronger than we are. Verse 32, And they spread among the Israelites, look at this, a bad report about the land. Listen to me. They are looking at their promised land, but they are spreading a bad report about the promised land. They have been dreaming about the promised land. They traveled about this promised land. But now, this miracle, this promised land, they're spreading bad report about it. What happened to their miracle? And then sabi dito, verse 32 pa rin, They said, the land we explored devours those living in it, and the people we saw there are of great size. Mga malalaki, higante talaga yung mga descendants ni Enoch. We saw the Nephilim there, the descendants of Enoch came from Nephilim, we seem like grasshoppers in their own eyes. And I want you to take note of that. We seem like grasshopper in our own eyes and we look the same to them. I want to talk to you about on this subject, fight for your family. Fight for your family. Sabihin nyo nga po sa inyong katabi, fight for your family. God is going to challenge you today. Here we go again. Binalikan na naman natin ang istorya ng mga Israelites kung saan naging alipin sila for more than 400 years. Pero dahil sa awa, habag, at kabaitan ng Diyos, sila ay pinalaya ng Diyos at gustong dali ng Diyos sa promised land. Under the leadership of Moses, ang mga Israelites ay diniliver ng Panginoon mula sa bandage ng Egypt. Pero pagkalaya nila, hindi kagad sila dumiretso sa promised land kasi inabot ho sila ng apat na pung taon pang additional para makarating sa promised land. In case hindi nyo alam ang mapa at hindi nyo alam ang history, 11 days lang nasa promised land na sila Pero inabot po sila ng 40 years. Ako po, andito lang ako. Pwede nyo akong pansinin anytime. Pwede kayo mag-amen, mag-agree, tumango. I mean, since nasa church na lang din naman tayo, no, right? Amen? Sabi mo sa katami mo, sige, pag ayaw mo mag-amen, ako mag-amen para sa'yo. Right? So after 40 years of wandering in the desert, finally, they made it to the promised land. After 40 years. In other words, from slavery, God ushered them into a new season in their life. From slavery, God has ushered them into a new place, a new season, and a new destiny of their life. At kung titignan nyo ang scripture, kung babasahin nyo mula Old hanggang New Testament, mapapansin nyo na ang Diyos natin ay laging may inalala ang bago sa bawat isa sa atin. Willing ang Diyos na daling ka sa bagong sitwasyon, sa bagong lugar, and even sa bagong destiny ng iyong buhay. Kung babasahin mo ang Isaiah, ang sabi ng Lord kay Prophet Isaiah, I am going to do a new thing. Do you not perceive it? Kapag binasa mo according to Apostle Paul, ang sabi ni Apostle Paul, Your eyes have not seen, your ears have not heard all the good things that God has prepared for you. Ang sabi ng Lord kay Prophet Jeremiah, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Why? Because God is up to something new. God wants to usher you and I into a new place, into a new season, and into a new destiny that God has for us. 
And after 400 years of slavery, after 400 years of oppression, after 400 years of abuse, God delivered them with His mighty hand. But the journey was not easy. Hindi naging madali yung 40 years. Kailangan pa nilang magpalit ng leadership. Kasi from the leadership of Moses, kailangan palitan ng next generation. Kasi yung unang generation, walang nakapasok sa promised land. Ang nakapasok lang, dalawang tao, si Joshua and Caleb. But this new generation, pagkatapos mamatay ang lahat, after 40 years, under the leadership of Joshua, they finally made it to the promised land. In other words, gustong ipaunawa sa atin ng ating Panginoon, mga kapatid, na ang gusto ng Diyos ay dalin tayo into a new season, a new place, and a new destiny. At habang papunta tayo doon, gusto ng Diyos ma-remind ka sa mga pangako niya sa buhay mo. It's not going to be an easy journey and it's not supposed to be an easy journey. But through the help and the power of the Holy Spirit and the God that is in you, which is greater is He, Jesus, that is in you than He that is in the world, you can make it through into the new season of your life. Pagdating kay Joshua, mga kapatid, sa Joshua chapter 1, inutusan siya ng Panginoon, this is going to be a new season, possess your possession. Sa Joshua chapter 2, ang sabi ng Panginoon sa kanila, magpadala ka ng espiya katulad ng ginawa ng iyong sinaunang leader na si Moses. And then sa Joshua chapter 3, finally, they made something that the other generations have never done. They finally crossed to the Jordan River. Ang Jordan River po ay boundary ng lupang pangako at ng lupang hindi pangako. So, so, yung unang generation, nakarating sila sa Jordan River, pero hindi sila nakatawid ng Jordan River because of fear. Mas pinili pa nilang magpaikot-ikot for another 38 years. Bumalik uli sa disyerto kasi takot silang pumasok. But finally, after 40 years, this brand new generation under the leadership of Joshua, ang sabi ng Lord, ang sabi ng Bible, finally, they made it into the promised land. Bakit? Kasi may pangako ang Diyos kay Joshua. Ang sabi ng Lord kay Joshua, kung kayo ay pupunta sa promised land, I will always be on your side. Ang promise ng Lord kay Joshua, your enemies will be helpless against you. In other words, mga kapatid, as you and I, as you and I move into the new season of our life, as we inherit the inheritance that God has uh, placed in our hearts, as we possess all these possessions that God already won the victory at the cross for all of us, gustong ipaalala ng Diyos sa iyo na sa pagpunta mo sa bagong season ng buhay mo, God is always on your side. Gusto ipaulala ng Panginoon sa iyo, your enemies will be helpless against your God. And everywhere you walk, it will be yours. And as I have walked with Moses, sabi ng Lord kay Joshua, I will also walk with you. And as God has walked into Joshua's life, He can also walk with us. And that God will never leave us. And that God will never, never forsake us. Ang sarap tingnan, ano? Finally, they made it. But actually, muntik na silang hindi makarating. Kasi, I want, to, I want you to be clear with this, kasi two weeks pa lang, I'll repeat, I don't want to miss this, 14 days pa lang. Gly, ay, ayoko mamiss mo to, two weeks pa lang. Andy, 14 days pa lang. 14 days pa lang, nakakalabas mula Egypt, papuntang promise lang. Ibig sabihin, 14 days pa lang silang nagta-travel. Aisa ha, ayoko makalimutan mo to. Two weeks pa lang. Rona May, 14 days pa lang. 400 years silang alipin, pero 14 days pa lang, 
Gab, huwag mo kakalimutan to. 14 days pa lang. Mula nung sila ay dali. Ibig sabihin, sanay sila maging alipin, 400 years silang naging alipin, pero 14 days pa lang silang nagtatravel, nagsimula na silang magreklamo. 14 days. And ever since that 14 days hanggang 40 years, hindi na sila huminto ng kakareklamo. They keep on complaining all the time. At ang kanilang complain, namimiss na namin yung isda. Ang kanilang complain, namimiss na namin yung mga pipino. Ang sabi sa Numbers 11, this is their argument. Ang sabi nila, Numbers 11, we remember the fish we ate in Egypt at no cost. Ulitin ko lang, ulitin ko lang, ulitin ko lang. I don't want you to miss this. 400 years silang alipin, lumabas sila malaya, masaya, motivated, excited, Pero 14 days pa lang, honeymoon stage pa lang. 14 days into the journey, nakakamiss yung isda. Nakakamiss yung pipino. Ito lang yung mga nakakamiss ng pipino, right? Yung katabi mo, kahit ilang taong hindi kumain ng pipino yan, hindi niya may miss yung pipino. Lalo hindi kumakain ng gulay. Namimiss na namin yung melon. Namimiss na namin yung leeks. Namimiss na namin yung onions. Namimiss na namin yung sibuyas at bawang. Ano ba, magigisa ba kayo? Namimiss na namin. Teka lang, teka lang. Nakita nilang hinati ng Lord and Red Sea. Nakita nilang nilunod ng Diyos ang paraon at ang mga Egyptian. Nakita nila yung pillar of cloud by day. Nakita nila yung pillar of uh, fire by night. Prinotektaan sila ng Diyos. Iningatan sila ng Panginoon. Ginabayan sila ng Panginoon. Gumawa ng miracle ang Diyos pero sabi nila, namimiss na namin yung isda. Namimiss na namin yung eat all you can na buffet. Listen, listen. They remember the fish, but they forgot the abuse. They remember the onions, but they forgot the exploitations. They remember the cucumber. Remember cucumber. Rhyming. They remember the cucumber, but they forgot the slavery. Kasi minsan sa buhay natin, mas gusto pa natin yung sitwasyon natin ngayon kesa sa solusyon ng Diyos na gustong pagdalhan sa bawat isa sa atin. Parang mas nainlove pa sila sa Egypt kesa sa pangako ng Diyos sa kanilang buhay. Yun ang pinaka nakakatakot na pwedeng maranasan ng maraming Christians. You will make it to heaven but you never experience heaven on earth. That you're wandering in the wilderness. You are a, a wilderness wanderer. Because you are, you fell in love with Egypt. You fell in love with your captors. You fell in love with the person that is holding you back to your promised land. Ano ang katwiran? Gusto namin isda eh. They would rather eat fish, amen, than be free. Bakit? Ano ba tong fish na to? Pinagkakaguluan nila. Sabi kasi, balik tayo sa Numbers 11. Sabi kasi, yung fish na ito that we ate in Egypt at no cost. In other words, free. Para palang Pilipino to eh. Mahilig sa libre. Kaya namin namimiss yung isda kasi libre yun. Well, think about it. Free? Andy? Free? What about slavery? That's not free. What about the abuse? That's not free. What about the exploitation? That's not free. Because sa panahon natin ngayon, to be honest with you, sa panahon natin, wala na pong libre, right? Wala na pong libre ngayon. Everything has a cost. 
Eh, pastor, kanina, hindi ako nagbayad. Oo nga. Hindi ka nga nagbayad, libre nga. Pero yung nagbayad, may cost pa rin. Everything has a cost. And, and you cannot say that, I like the fish because it's free, because it cost them 400 years of slavery. So it's not really free at all. Because sa buhay natin, lahat may babayaran tayong halaga. There is a cost ng pagsunod kay Jesus. There is a cost ng hindi pagsunod kay Jesus. Watch this. May cost ang pagiging successful. May cost din ang pagiging tamad. Ano natatawa ako sa mga ibang taong kilala ko? Hindi kayo mga taga-ibang lugar to, taga-ibang bansa. Yung mga ibang taong kilala ko, sasabihin nila, gusto ko, gusto ko pa ng additional income. Gusto ko pa dumami ang aking pera. Pero walang trabaho to ha. Pero gustong, gustong marami pera. Siyempre, pag tinanong, gusto ko, na mag, gusto ko magkaroon ng pera, di magtrabaho ka. May trabaho na po ako. Di maghanap ka ng iba pang trabaho. Pangalawang trabaho. You want more money, right? Eh, pastor, mahirap. Hindi na kaya. Eh, that's the cost of it. You want more money? There's a cost of it. You want more money? Hindi mag-start ng business. Eh, paano pag nalugi, pastor? Then start again. Because there is a cost in everything. Eh, hindi naman kasi pwedeng gusto mong maging successful, gusto mong yumaman, pero mobile legends ka araw-araw. There's a cost. There is a cost. Alam nyo, ako dati sinubukan ko yung Mobile Legends. Nung mga ilang araw na naa-addict na ako, I have to delete it. Because it will cost me a lot of things. So that's the cost that I chose. And some people, mas pinipili yung Netflix. <laughs> Amen? Netflix. Hallelujah. <laughs> Kesa sa maraming bagay. Why? Gusto maging successful? You have to sacrifice some things. Because there is a cost in our success. Tapos nakakalungkot pa, yung mga wala nang ginagawa, nagni-Netflix lang buong araw, tapos nag-Mobile Legends buong araw, tapos puro Facebook buong araw, natatawa pa dun sa mga masisipag. Pag may pumasok ng maaga, ba't sipag mo? May sakit ka siguro, no? <laughs> Baliktad na talaga mundo natin ngayon, ano? Kaya pag sinabihan kayo, ba't ang sipag mo? Sabihin mo rin, kasi gusto ko guminhawa buhay ko, eh. Because this is the cost that I'm willing to pay. I will pay it now. Because eventually, I will pay it later. Anumang, anumang bagay na meron tayo ngayon, either you will pay it now, or you will pay it later. Bili ka ng cellphone, either you will pay it now, or you will pay it later. But you cannot get a free laptop, you cannot get a free cellphone. Can I get a witness? Hindi ka pwedeng sumakay sa aeroplano papuntang Europe, tas ang pambayad mo lang, 9 pesos, parang jeep. Bakit mahal? Because, yes, the destination is not easy, but some destinations are worth it. So if you want to build a life of success, you have to pay it now. So kung nag-aaral, study hard. Kung nagtatrabaho, work hard. Hindi po kasi po pwede yung ibang nakikita ko sa ibang church, ay, hindi kayo to. Yung ibang nakikita ko sa ibang tao, 8 o'clock ang pasok, 7.45 gigising. Ninja moves. Ang bilis kumilos. 15 minutes na sa trabaho na kagad. Now, now, kung magiging lifestyle natin ito, kapatid, and I say this respectfully and humbly, kung magiging lifestyle natin ito, na laging 15 minutes before nang pasok mo doon ka lang magigising, what it will cost you? So, malamang malilate ka. Maybe, maraming means kung maatay na late dahil sa traffic and all of that. Pero posible din 15 minutes before the, the work time, doon ka lang nagising, at pag nalate ka, bawas sweldo mo. Pag bawas sweldo mo, hindi ka makakabayad marahil sa ilang bills na babayaran mo, so uutangin mo na yung hindi mo pakinikita. Either way, it will cost you something. 
Right? Because in our world, there is no such thing as free. Hindi madali ang destination, but it's all, some destinations are worth it. Hindi madaling pumunta sa promised land, but the promised land is always worth it. So asabi nila, we remember the fish. Naaalala namin yung isda na kinakain namin for free. At dinugtong nila, kam, kam, kam. Dinugtong nila, naalala din pala namin yung mga pipino. Yung mga milon. Yung licks. Mukhang yung tunog ng licks parang hindi masarap eh. Yung onions. Yung garlics. So parang mas in love pa sila sa nakaraan kesa sa future. Kasi we remember it. Now, now, the question is this. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Wala bang sibuyas sa promised land? Wala bang milun dun? Wala bang onions? Wala bang garlics? Wala bang fish? Sa pra- Actually, ang katabi ng promised land, Jordan River. But, pero mas gusto nila yung fish. Kasi in reality, mga kapatid, may onions ba sa promised land? Yes. Meron bang garlic sa promised land? Yes. But you have to wait. And you have to trust God that God will do it His way. Kasi in reality, may food is a promised land. But you'd have to do it God's way. May success din sa promised land, but you have to wait. And trust God, amen, and trust His timing, and you have to do it God's way. May provision din sa promised land, but you have to wait and trust God that He will do it His way. Minsan kasi, mas appealing pa yung past kesa sa future. But your past is not your destination. Your past is not your future. Your past is not your destiny. Your past is not your prediction. In fact, as a Christian, ang sabi ng Bible sa atin sa Proverbs, the path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. If you walk with God, the path that God has placed in your life gets brighter and brighter. Oo, may fish sila sa Egypt. Oo, may melon sila sa Egypt. Oo, may cucumber sila sa Egypt. Pero lahat ng yan is out of slavery. It's not out of freedom. It's not out of the promises of God in their life. Pero namimiss namin eh. That's why muntik na silang hindi matuloy. Kasi 14 days pa lang gusto na nilang bumalik. But thank God. Sabi niyo sa lakatabi mo, thank God. Hindi lahat ng nagre-reklamo pinapakinggan. Hallelujah. Kasi they pressed on. They journeyed again. Moses finally nag-sense siya ng labindalawang spia. At ang binalik na report, hallelujah, nakakuha sila ng isang malaking bugkos cluster of grapes. At sabi nila, this is exactly what God has told us about. Itong ito yung describe ng Diyos na promised land. Itong ito yung land flowing with milk and honey. Itong ito yung piting na nyo yung bunga. Grabe! Pero, ang dami higante. Pero, yung mga walls nila ang tataas. Pero, masyadong malaki yung city, hindi natin kayang i-conquer. Alam niyo yung feeling na sinabihan kang maganda, ang ganda mo sana, pero. <laughs> lahat ng pagkatapos ng pero, yun na lang yung pakinggan mo kasi yung lahat ng bago mag-pero, wala na yun. Yung ang bait mo sana, pero. Ako naniniwala mga kapatid na people are saying, you are beautiful but The cities are you, uh, the, 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 the fruits of the land are wonderful. The graves are so big. The promised land is indeed flowing with milk and honey. But there are giants. But the cities are fortified. But the, the city is very large. Alam niyo na kapatid, ako naniniwala, muntik na silang hindi makapasok sa promised land dahil sa kanilang mga bats. 
And I believe as a Christian, if we really want to fight for our future, if you really wanted na marating itong new season, new place, and new destiny that God has placed in our hearts, I believe sometimes you have to choose where to place the bats. <laughs> Bakit? Kasi base sa statement nila, maganda ang promise land, pero maraming giants, para pag lumalabas, mas focus pa sila sa enemy kesa sa pangako. They are so focused on their enemy and they forgot the promises of God in their life. Na sinasabi nila, maganda sana, binigay sana ng Diyos, God has brought us this far, pero ang problema, marami higante. But if you, if you choose where to place the bats, imbis na sabihin mong, imbis na sabihin mong, maganda yung lupa, kaso may higante, ba't hindi mo sabihin, may higante, pero maganda yung lupa? Now it will change everything. Just change the position of the bats. So, may giants, the cities are fortified, but God said, it is ours. But God brought us this far. But God has set us free. But God drowned our enemies. But God parted the Red Sea. And God has been true to His word back then. So what made me think na God will not be true in His word today? No, I know God is a good God. Yung parang, ang ganda ng langit. Grabe yung pangako ng Diyos pagdating natin sa langit. Kaso nahihiya ko i-share ang gospel eh. Ang ganda pa naman ng langit, kaso natatakot ako sa sasabihin ng iba pag nag-share ako ng gospel eh. Alam ko, mababago ang buhay ko kapag nag-stay ako for 10 minutes after the service at mag-join ako sa link-up groups. Kaso nagmamadali ako eh. But if you change the position of your butts, hallelujah, and you will say it like this, ah, natatakot ako mag-share ng gospel, pero napakaganda ng pangako ng Diyos sa langit. It will change everything, isn't it? Natatakot ako sa sasabihin ng ibang tao sa akin, pero excited din ako sa langit na pagdadala ng Panginoon sa atin. Ah, nagmamadali ako eh. Pero alam ko mababago ang buhay ko kapag nagstay ako for the next 10 minutes after the service because of this link-up groups. Just change the position of your butts and it will change everything. Now, I want to prophesy. Agree with this. This church is growing by the grace of God. This church is on fire. Gia Kamanaba is a generous church. Gia Kamanaba is a bold church. Gia Kamanaba. Wow, that's a prophecy. Gia Kamanaba is driven to fulfill the mission na punoy ng langit. Pero wala tayong pera. So we have a choice. Wag na, wala eh. Or, we can change the position of the bats. Wala kaming pera eh. But the church is on fire. The church is generous. But the church is bold. And this church is, is, is driven by its mission. Now it changes everything. Just change the position of your butts. Amen. They almost never make it to the promised land because of their butts. But thank God now, sinulat ito sa atin para maging lessons sa bawat isa ngayon. Now, there is always a way where there seems to be no way if God is with us. Kapag kasama natin ang Panginoon sa mga dead ends, obstacles, oppositions in our life, meron tayong Diyos na alam nating magliligtas sa atin. Ang sabi nila, malaki yung lugar, 
Gusto natin doon, magandang tirhan, ang gaganda ng bunga, kaso maraming higante. Ano sabi nila sa last part, kung naalala ninyo pa? At actually, pag tumabi kami sa kanila, para lang kaming grasshopper. Sabi nila, we are like grasshoppers when we are with them. That's what they think about us. That's what they think about us. That's what they think about us. That's what they think. But it doesn't mean that's what they really think. Because siya lang nagsasabi. That's what they think about us. Yun yung naiisip nila sa amin, pero it doesn't mean yun talaga yung nangyayari sa atin. And sometimes, we never make it to the goodness and the faithfulness of God in our life. Sometimes, hindi tayo makarating sa lupang pangako ng buhay natin. Sometimes, hindi natin maranasan yung heaven and earth. It's because of our mindset. Our mindset, your mindset, will make you small. God has made you for more. But you think less. Your mind makes you small. Ano yun, bata ako, may mga iba rito nakatira dun sa lugar natin, nitira namin before. Ang tukso sa akin ng bata ako is alien. Ngayon nga, pag tinitignan ko sa salamin, paano naging alien? <laughs> Biro lang. At tanin nyo, yung mga, mga taga rito lang talaga na tumawa kasi respeto lang na talaga yun eh. Hindi <laughs> naman talaga sila naniniwala, nirespeto lang nila ako eh. Tukso sa akin, alien, mongoloid, ay pamilya ng mga sorais. Kasi nung nagkasorais ako, nadami buong pamilya. At sinisip ko yung sarili ko for seven years. <laughs> At tukso sa akin, alien, mongoloid, pamilya ng mga sorais. Actually, pag, pag, pinag, pag binabalikan ko yung tukso sa akin na yun, at hindi ako tinukso ng isang beses lang, ha, yun yung naging identity ko sa lugar namin. Na kapag binabalikan ko ngayon na alien, mongoloid, pamilya ng mga sorais, nalulungkot ako, natatawa ko na nalulungkot because ang nakakatawa, pinaniwalaan ko talaga for many years na alien ako. <laughs> pinaniwalaan ko talaga for many years na mongolid ako. Alam ko hindi na kayo makakita ng ebidensya, but, you know, meron pa rin. Sige, okay lang yan, respect lang. Respect. Pinaniwalaan ko, alien ako, mongolid, pamilya ng mga sorais for many years. There are times na kapag nasa bahay ako, ayoko may ilaw kasi ayoko nakikita yung sarili ko sa salamin. My self-confidence is so low and I have a low self-esteem. But who would have thought? Yung tao na hindi nga makaharap sa salamin para makita niya yung kanyang sarili ay gagamitin ng Lord para humarap sa mas maraming tao para i-share ang gospel niya. You never know. You will never know, kapatid. You will never know. Because sometimes it's just your mind that makes you small. It's just your mind. Ano yung may mga pagkakataon, I'll be honest with you, may mga pagkakataon na every time tatayo ako dito sa stage, I feel like, you know, may mga feeling na parang you're on fire. You're confident. Hallelujah. Yung parang vocabulary mo is so rich. Na parang you are on fire. You're like a lion. A roaring lion. That I feel like I'm the man of God. I'm the anointed of God. That God is using me in all of that. It's amazing. But there are times also, most of them, I feel like I'm a grasshopper. Compared to others, I'm nothing. But thank God, we don't live by our feelings. We live by our faith. So I don't have to feel that I am called by God. Because the reality is, I am called by God. So I don't have to feel anointed because if God has anointed you, 
It's not your feelings that matter. It's the truth of God's word that matter. That you are anointed. You don't have to feel worthy because in reality, because of Jesus, you are worthy. You don't have to feel, you don't have to feel that you can do all things through Christ because in reality, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Alam mo, reality, takot na takot sila sa kaaway nila, pero ang totoo yung kaaway nila, takot na takot sa kanila. At ang reality, takot na takot tayo si Satan, kay Satan, pero ang totoo si Satan, takot na takot na magkaroon ka ng revelation na hindi ka tipaklong. Takot na takot si Satan na magkaroon ka ng revelation na, hindi, na ikaw ay anak ng Diyos. Takot si Satan na magkaroon ka ng revelation that you are meant for more. Takot si Satan na magkaroon ka ng revelation that you are no longer slave of sin, that you are no longer slaves of fear, that you are not under the authority of Satan. Satan wants you to think small. But you are not small. God designed you for more. That's why I want to challenge this church. If we really are serious about this new season, new place, and new destiny that God has prepared for all of us, if we are really serious na gusto natin ma-possess ang possession at ma-inherit natin ang ating mga inheritance, I want to challenge you. Fight for your family's future. Fight for your parents' future. Fight for your children's future. May obstacle, yes, but don't let the presence of obstacle make you doubt the purposes of God in your life. May obstacle, may challenges. In reality naman talaga, challenges are inevitable. Sino ba rito hindi nakakaranas ng problema? 12 years old nga ngayon, nagsuswisay dahil may problema. Ako dati, pinoproblema ko lang nung 12 years old ako kung paano tataka sa bahay. Ngayon, magugulat ka seven, I just heard the news, nine, nine years old, buntis. Dati nung nine years old ako, pinoproblema ko lang kung paano makakasurvive sa 1020. Chinese garter. Paano magkakabahay sa, sa piko. But things change. Obstacles are inevitable. Challenges are inevitable. There is no level of spirituality that will produce immunity. Amen. In challenges and in challenges and obstacles in our life. But I want to remind you guys: if there are obstacles, if there are Jordan rivers, if there are Jericho walls in in, in front of you. Wag na wag niyong titignan ang problema ninyo. Ulitin ko lang, ulitin ko lang. I don't want you to miss this. Wag na wag niyong titignan ang problema ninyo na para bang iniwan kayo ng Diyos. Wag na wag niyo pong titignan ang problema ninyo na para bang hindi naging tapat ang Panginoon sa atin. Wag na wag nating titignan ang mga closed doors ng buhay natin na para bang hindi kayang gawin ng Diyos yung dati niya nang ginagawa sa atin. Kasi ang katotohanan, may mga chances at may mga pagkakataon na pagkakataon pa nga sa buhay natin na minsan si Lord pa ang nag-orchestrate ng challenges. Ilalagay niya talaga sa harap natin. Bakit may Red Sea? Bakit sarado ang Red Sea? Bakit sarado ang Jordan River? Kasi kapag yung Red Sea bumukas, kapag yung Jordan River bumukas, makikita ng lahat ng kanilang mga kaaway na ang kamay ng Diyos ay nasa kanila. At minsan may mga challenges sa buhay mo kapatid. May mga Jordan Rivers at Red Sea sa buhay natin. May mga obstacles and opposition sa buhay natin. Kasi kapag nalampasan natin ang lahat ng mga bagay na ito, yung mga tao nakapaligid sa atin will witness, ah, talaga nga yung kamay ng Diyos ay nasa buhay ng pamilyang ito. Ah, totoo nga talagang gumagawa ang Diyos sa kanila. So just keep on moving forward and keep on walking because pushing forward is a testimony that God can sustain you and God can bring you out. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, fight for your future. And be the testimony 
tayo yung maging testimony sa ating pamilya na kahit mahirap ang buhay, kaya kong umiti. Na kahit may challenges, kaya kong maging maligaya. Na kahit wala akong salapi, hallelujah. Yung iba dyan, pangiting-iti lang, wala nang pamasahe pa uwi. Pangiting-iti lang yung katabi mo, pero matindi rin ang problema niyan. But let us be the testimony of God's power. Na every time may kita nila tayo, wow, buhay ang Diyos sa buhay ng taong ito. Yung bang, yung bang pag nag-share ka sa Facebook mo ng punuin ng langit, kapag yung post mo nilagyan mo ng hashtag na punuin ng langit, na kapag nag-post ka ng image sa punuin ng langit at nagtatanong yung ka-office mates mo, nagtatanong yung mga kapamilya mo, ano ba yung punuin na punuin ng langit na yan? Hindi pa ba puno yan? <laughs> na kapag tinanong nila tayo, bakit kailangan punuin ng langit? Na bakit kailang, ba, na bakit natin pinupost sa mga bagay nito? Yung, yung bang meron tayong testimony na pwede sabihin sa kanila na, uh, kasi Isaac, hanggat hindi ako nakakasigurong mapupunta ka doon, hindi ako titigil na ipost to kasi gusto ko mapuno ang langit at gusto ko kasama kita. Gusto ko kasama ang aking pamilya. Gusto ko kasama tayong lahat. Because sometimes God will put you in circumstances, in obstacles, and trials in your life so that people will see that there is a God in your life. Naalala ko yung one time nagpunta ako sa department store, meron akong gustong sukatin na damit. So sabi ko, pengi nga po ng large. Yung large maluwag. Praise God. Trinanin ko yung medium. Alanganin. Sabi ko, pwede ba subukan yung small? <laughs> Hallelujah. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, darating din yan. I prophesy. Your mind makes you small. Sabi mo sa katabi <laughs> So, so, so. So sabi ng salesman, yung lalaking kausap ko, sabi niya, ay sir, I'm sorry, wala na po kaming small. Sabi ko, sure ka ba? Ito bang nasa manikin na to kasi tinuro ko yung manikin? Ito yung wala na kayong size? Sabi niya, ay, upo. ay pero sir, yung nasa manikin na yan, small yan. Gusto mo yan na lang? Ah, sabi ko, sige, subukan natin, sukatin lang natin. So ginawa niya, yung manikin mataas pa, inakit niya pa. Tapos hinubaran niya yung manikin, kawawa nga yung manikin eh. Na-humiliate siya sa harap ng department store kasi hinubaran siya, walang kalaban-laban. Hinubaran niya yung manikin at yun yung pinasuot niya sa atin. It fits naman. Pero one thing I realized is that yung minomodel ng manikin, ngayon suot-suot ko na. Yung minomodel ng manikin, ginusto kong maging suot. Yung para bang hindi kayo masyado maka-amen kanina pa, kasi kanina nyo pa tinatanong, saan ba makukuha yung damit na yan, Pastor? Right, right? Right, no? Ito, kasi parang, parang, Pastor, what you model, I want. Parang, I want what you wear. I want what you have. Alam mo kung marami lang Christian nowadays na kapag sinuot nila yung Christianity sa buhay nila, yung hindi nila hinuhubad, yung Christianity na kapag nakita ng ibang tao, I want the God that you have. Kasi napansin ko, nagkaroon ka ng financial trouble, pero ngayon, inaawang ka ng Panginoon. Anong sikreto mo? Ah, may Diyos kasi na nagpo-provide. Well, I want that God that you have. What you model, I want to have. Dati alam ko may sakit ka, alam ko nga may cancer ka dati, pero ngayon, three years na, buhay ka pa. So, ano gusto mo? Matay na ako ngayon? Sinasabi ko lang, ang sinasabi ko lang is that, ano sikreto? Bakit hanggang ngayon buhay ka pa? Well, hindi ko alam, pero alam ko ang Diyos ang nagpapagaling sa akin. Ang Diyos ang nagsusustain sa akin. So, so, so kung yung Diyos mo nagpapagaling ng cancer, I want that God. Kung yung Diyos mo nagsusur, nag, tumutulong ng restoration, I want that. Kung, kung, kung tayo lang, mga kapatid, will be a model to other people that they will want the God that we have. Wow, this world is a better place. This world will become a better place. 
kahit may obstacle, nalalampasan natin. Minsan inaalaw ng Diyos yung obstacle para maging testimony mo in the future. Minsan inaalaw ng Diyos yung mga challenges para para gamitin ng Diyos para kapag tinignan ka na ibang tao sa sabi nila, gusto ko rin yung Diyos na meron ka. Kasi ikaw nga tinulungan kanya makalampas sa problema na yan. Alam ko tutulungan din ako ng Panginoon makalampas diyan. Yung bag gusto ko rin yung Diyos nyo kasi yung Diyos nyo naghahati ng Red Sea. Yung Diyos nyo naghahati ng, ng Jordan River. Yung Diyos nyo nagpapabagsak ng Jericho Wall. Biluin mo, sumigaw lang kayo bumagsak yung Jericho Wall. But the reality is this. Hindi lang obstacle ang problema nila. Meron din silang oppositions. Kasi may Red Sea, may Jordan River, may Jericho Wall. Pero ang mas matinding problema, may giants sa loob. Iba ang obstacle sa opposition. Because obstacles are things that are blocking your way. While oppositions are people who stands in your way. Ang obstacle yan yung mga Red Sea, mga Jordan River, mga Jericho Walls. Pero yung mga oppositions are those people na humahad lang para ma-inherit mo ang promises na yun. Alam mo, sa buhay natin, kasi ganito yan, papamansin nyo, Kapag ang Diyos gumalaw sa buhay mo, hindi lahat ng tao matutuwa sa'yo. Pasin nyo yun? Yung kapag nakakuha ka ng blessing, may ibang tao na sasabihin, hindi mo deserve yan. May mga tao na kapag, may, may mga ba, may mga, yung pag promote ka ng Diyos, may mga tao hindi aatin sa birthday party mo. Pag in-elevate ka ng Diyos, May mga tao na that will be a direct opposition to what God is doing in your life because sometimes oppositions are results of favor. Na kapag ikaw ay pinabura ng Diyos, hindi maiiwasang may mga opposition sa buhay natin. Remember Jesus? Ang opposition siya yung Pharisees. Remember Joseph? Na siya yung favored sa lahat ng kanilang magkakapatid. Nainggit yung kanilang kapatid at pinagtangkaan siyang patayin. Do you remember Jesus? Do you remember Joseph? Come on. Yeah. Or do you remember Nehemiah? Kung saan ginagawa niya lang naman yung will ng Panginoon, nire-rebuild lang naman nila yung temple, in, yung, yung, yung wall rather. In fact, nakakatuwa kasi historically, this is a breakthrough, nagawa nilang ma-rebuild yung, temp, yung, yung wall in 52 days. Record-breaking. Pero hindi pa rin lahat natuwa. Kasi may mga Sanbalat, Tobaya at Geshem talaga na darating sa buhay natin mga kapatid. Pero nakakalungkot, di ba? Parang minsan ipinapanalangin mo na yung mga taong ito na humahad lang sa'yo. Lord, sana, Lord, mabait naman tong taong to. Kuhanin mo na. <laughs> Lord, may umaaway sa akin, Di ba? Pag mabait, bababait, kinukuha mo na. But in reality, if you are favored, there will be oppositions. Hindi kasi porke nagbabago ka na, lahat ng tao natutuwa sa pagbabago mo. Hindi kasi porke hininto mo na yung pag-inom, lahat matutuwa. Hindi kasi porke nagsisimba ka na regularly, eh makikiparty na, na, makikiparty na silang lahat sa'yo. Kung maalala nyo si Paul nung naging Christian siya, hindi lahat ng disciples naniwala. Takot nga silang humarap kay Paul eh. Kasi hindi sila convinced na totoong nagbago na si Paul. Kasi, pero kung mapapansin nyo, rewind lang tayo. Rewind. Paglabas sila ng Egypt, two years, nandun na sila sa Jordan River. Clear. Kaya sila hindi pumasok dahil sa giants. So, 38 years ago, may giants na. Fast forward tayo. 40 years later. Nung sila ay tumawid na ng Jordan River, ano ang kanilang problema? Giants. 
Yung giants na problema nila 40 years ago is also the same giant na problema nila ngayon. Watch this. Yung Red Sea, hinawi ng Diyos. Yung Jordan River, hinawi ng Diyos. Yung Jericho Wall, pinabagsak ng Diyos. Pero yung giant, hindi pinatay ng Diyos. Because sometimes God will remove the opposite of chaos, but sometimes God will allow the oppositions in your life. Because ang, 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 ang power ng Diyos ay hindi mo lang maikita kapag tinanggal niya ang kaaway mo. Minsan nakikita rin natin ang power ng Diyos kapag kaya mong kumain sa harap ng mga kaaway mo. That I will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Minsan pa naman, yung opposition mo, sila pa yung maaga lagi sa trabaho. Yung opposition mo, sila pa yung madaldal sa Facebook, right? Tapos yung, yung opposition mo, sila pa ayaw lumipat. Yung mga nagagalit sa'yo kasi bumili ka ng bagong washing machine. Yung ginagawang ka ng kwento, hindi naman mga scriptwriter. But these people sometimes are used by God. There will be obstacles, there will be challenges, and there will be oppositions. But guess what? But guess what? We still have to fight for our promised land. Kapatid, question lang before I close. Are you really serious na gusto natin that our families will be saved? Are we really dedicated and serious enough to say, Lord, I want someday na kapag pumunta ako sa church, kasama ko ang aking family. Lord, I want na punuin ng langit, hindi lang ng mga kaibigan ko, kundi ng mga taong mahal ko. So I want to invite them to church because I want them to grow in their relationship with you. Come on, can I have a witness? Gusto niyo ba mangyari yung mga kapatid? But are you fighting for it? Si Nehemiah nga, ginagawa niya na yung will ng Panginoon. Meron pang opposition sa kanya. Remember that? Pero, yung mga Israelites gusto nang sumuko. Yung mga Israelites gusto nang umatras. Yung mga Israelites ayaw nang tumulong para i-rebuild uli yung wall. Pero nagkaroon ng speech si Nehemiah. Sabi niya sa Nehemiah 4.14. Ang sabi niya, don't be afraid of the enemy. And I want you to touch somebody. And sabihin mo sa kanya, don't be afraid of your enemy. Say it with conviction. Say it like you mean it. Say it like you believe it. Sabihin mo sa kanya, don't be afraid. Sabihin mo sa kanya, don't be afraid of your enemy. Why, 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 why? Because you have to remember that your God is great. So anumang obstacle, alalahanin mo yung kabutihan ng Diyos sa'yo back then para pag nag-worship ka, hindi ka lang kumakanta. Talagang you mean what you sing and you believe what you sing because God has done something in your life. Yung pag kinakanta mo yung All my life you have been faithful And all my life That's a powerful phrase, isn't it? All my life you have been so, so good Kinanta ko siya. But how do I know na nag-worship ako? If my heart is connected to God's heart, then I know I worshiped. Yung, yung 2005, nagdadrive kami papuntang Tagaytay. Tatay ko ang nagdadrive, nasa passenger seat ako. Yung kapatid kong bulso nasa likod, yung mama ko nasa likod. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, umikot yung sasakya namin dalawang beses. Tumama sa, sa, sa side ng, ta, ng dad ko, yung, yung, yung sa side niya, tumama kami sa puno. At pagkatama sa puno, sobrang lakas ng impact, bumaliktad pa ulit, tumama sa side ko naman. Pero lahat kami lumabas buhay. Yung, yung kotse na sinasakyan namin huminto sa ilalim ng apoy. Pero hindi sumabog. Because, all my life you have been faithful. 
And all my life you have been so, so good. Yung mang, yung mang bago ko mag-college, nakala ko hindi na ako makakapag-college. Pero salamat sa Panginoon, nag-provide siya ng way. Nag-scholar pa nga ako actually. Yung akala mo hindi ka na makakapag-enroll na pagtapos ka pa ng Panginoon. All my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so good. Y- yung, yung, yung tatay ko, we, we, we just... We just heard the news a few months ago na, na may sumasakit sa kanyang ulo na hindi niya alam kung saan ang gagaling. Pinacheck yung kanyang buong katawan, full body scan, walang nakitang mali. Pero nung nagpa-MRI siya, nagulat yung doktor. Kasi meron palang ugat sa kanyang ulo na halos puputok na. Na-stroke na pala siya, pero wala makitang ebidensya sa kanya. Na ang sabi ng doktor, hindi siya makapaniwala kasi kapag yung, yung nerve na yun o yung ugat na yun sa, sa kanyang ulo ay pumutok, siguradong patay siya. Pero buhay pa rin siya. Because all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so good. This is what I'm saying. Don't be afraid of the enemy because you have to remember that your God is great, that your God is glorious, that your God is faithful, that your God is a good God, that your God is gracious, that there's new mercies every morning. Na ang Diyos natin has been faithful to you back then and He remains faithful to you today and He will be faithful to you tomorrow. So don't be afraid of your enemy. Remember the Lord who is great and glorious and go! Fight for your families. Fight for your friends. Fight for your sons. Fight for your daughters. Fight for your husbands and wives, brothers and sisters, and even in-laws. And fight for your homes. So as sinasabi ni Nehemiah, alam kong may kumukontra sa atin Alam ko may problema tayo. Alam ko may obstacle. Alam ko may opposition. But nothing can stop us for doing what God wants us to do. Because I am concerned about this generation's future. This is not just about my battle. It is the battle of my family. Kasi si Satan laging sasabihin sa'yo, wala nang pag-asa ang pamilya mo. Hindi na magkakabalikan ng mga magulang mo. Your defenses are weak. Hindi na kayo makakaahon sa hirap. Wala nang pag-asa. Wala nang mangyayari sa buhay ninyo. Satan will always tell you all of these things. But just like Nehemiah, I want to challenge you. Huwag niyong hayaan yung setbacks. Pahintoin kayo na gawin ang plano ng Diyos sa inyo. Huwag niyong hayaan na yung mga threats and opposition ay makapigil sa atin para magawa ang pinapagawa ng Panginoon sa atin. Because Nehemiah has proven himself to us na dahil may inassign ang Diyos sa kanya, kaya niyang matapos kasi kasama niya ang Diyos. Kasi mas mahalaga ang purpose ng Diyos, mas makapangyarihan ang purpose ng Diyos sa buhay mo kesa sa plano ng kaaway sa bawat isa sa atin. So I know it has been difficult na sometimes ikaw lang ang Christian sa buong pamilya that sometimes people don't understand your faith. Laughing at you. Sometimes may mga tao na hindi maintindihan ko bakit nagsasayang ka ng oras kapag linggo pumunta ka sa church. They will never understand. Pero kung kailangan kong tiisin ang lahat ng sakit, lahat ng pangungot siya, at lahat ng tawa nila para lang makakilala sila sa Panginoon, then so be it. Na kung kailangan, kailangan kong i-give up yung upuan ko para iba makaupo at makakilala sa Panginoon, then I will do it. Because if it means that I have to fight for my family, I will do it. Because pagdating ng panahon, this is not just about my salvation. This is about the salvation of my family. Na kaya tayo magpapagawa ng building o magpapagawa ng bagong mas malaking church. Kaya magpapagawa tayo ng bagong mas malaking church, ang Gia Kamanaba, it's not for us. 
Kasi kung para sa atin lang, okay na tayo dito. But this building, this renovation is for the future of our family. And somebody must fight for them. Kasi hindi pa nila kayang ipaglaban ng kanilang sarili. Hindi pa kayang ipaglaban ng mga Sunday schooler ang kanilang pananampaltaya. But we can fight for them. We can fight for our family. And, and pave the way and create a way for them to experience what we have experienced. Gusto kong maranasan din ng mga magulang ko yung Diyos na nagpapagaling. Gusto kong maranasan din ng mga anak ko yung Diyos na nagsusunod. Gusto kong maranasan din ng aking buong pamilya yung nararanasan kong kaligayahan at kapayapaan. Gusto kong maranasan din nila yung Diyos na may... Come, experience Jesus. I want you to experience the Jesus that I have experienced. I want you to experience the healing that I have experienced. I want you to experience Jesus. Are you up for the challenge? Napunuin natin ang langit for the glory of God. Let us fight for our families indeed. Come on, you can do more than that, church. Hallelujah. Even, even kayo nasa overflow, clap your hands. Ipalapak niyo yung kamay ninyo as if tinugon na ng Panginoon ang ating mga panalangin. As if kasama na natin ang, ang mga pamilya natin na sumasamba sa ating Panginoon. All glory belongs to Him. Can we stand? Can we all stand? Thank you again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe or follow our podcast channel for past episodes. If you want to support this ministry financially, you can do so by sending us an email at gsmnb at gmail.com. Thank you and God bless.